Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to finish out John chapter 8. We've seen this ongoing, developing controversy between Jesus and the Pharisees, and today's finale, verses 48 through 59, will not disappoint. In the previous passage, Jesus told the Pharisees that their father is the devil rather than God, and there was also some conversation about Abraham and how Abraham's children and Abraham's offspring are different groups of people. And we're going to have some more conversation about Abraham in today's text, which immediately follows the end of yesterday's where Jesus told them that the reason they don't believe in him is because they are not of God. Verse 48, the Jews answered him, are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Obviously, these are two rather blistering accusations by the Pharisees against Jesus. Referring to him as a Samaritan would be referring to him as a half-breed, not a true Jew. And it might have something to do with the fact that back in John 4, rather than traveling around Samaria, to avoid being around those people who the Jews hated, Jesus went through Samaria and talked to the woman at the well. As a result, the Pharisees no doubt see Jesus as a sympathizer with these ungodly people. And then their accusation that he has a demon is just to suggest that he's crazy, that his teachings are unfounded, that his claims are audacious, and there's no way that the Spirit of God could be working in and through him, so he must have a demon. Verse 49, Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my Father and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Of course, he's referring to God the Father. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. Of course, what Jesus is talking about is if anybody puts their faith and trust in him, although they will die physically, they will never die spiritually. They'll be resurrected to new life, and they'll live forever. Verse 52, the Jews said to him, now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets, yet you say, if anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than your father Abraham who died and the prophets died? Who do you make yourself out to be? So the Pharisees are being somewhat logical here from their perspective. They're saying, wait a minute here. You're telling me that you are sent from heaven. You're here to represent God. And if people do his will and keep his word, they'll never taste death. Well, there was nobody in our history who kept God's word more faithfully than Abraham or the prophets. But both Abraham and the prophets died. So how are you going to say that if someone keeps your word, they won't taste death? Of course, they're thinking only about physical death. They're not thinking about spiritual death. And because this sounds so ludicrous to them, now they have proof that he has a demon. This is crazy. Who do you think you are? Verse 54, Jesus answered, if I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my father who glorifies me of whom you say he is our God. So Jesus is pointing out a disconnect here. You guys say that God the father is your God and that same God glorifies me. But here you are not only rejecting me, but claiming that I have a demon and that I'm a half-breed Jew. Jesus continues, but you have not known him. I know him. If I were to say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him and I keep his word. Now Jesus is about to take this to the next level. Verse 56, your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. So the Jews said to him, you are not yet 50 years old and you have seen Abraham? So obviously Abraham lived long, long before Jesus came on the scene. Way back in Genesis 12 is the first time we hear of Abraham. And as the Pharisees 
he's pointed out Abraham has been long since dead physically. And now Jesus is claiming that Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. In fact, he did see Jesus' day and he was glad. This makes no sense to the Pharisees. What is Jesus talking about? Well, as we talked about a little bit in our previous devotion, God made a covenant with Abraham. The covenant included him having innumerable physical descendants, but it also implied him having innumerable spiritual descendants and that an eternal kingdom would be established by God through Abraham. Over and over throughout his life, Abraham displayed faith in this covenant that he had with God. And Abraham didn't know exactly how it was going to play out. He didn't know that there was going to be a redeemer named Jesus Christ who was going to come at the time that Jesus came. He was going to live a perfect life and die a sinless death and rise again so that sin and death could be defeated and so that anybody who put their faith in Jesus Christ, which by the way is the same kind of faith that Abraham had in God, that those people would be credited with righteousness for their faith, that their sin would be forgiven, that they would be guaranteed a place in heaven for eternity with everybody else who put their faith and trust in Christ and with everybody before Christ who trusted in the promises of the one true God about this eventual eternal kingdom. So even though Abraham didn't look ahead and specifically see Jesus, Abraham by faith could look forward to God keeping his promise, which he did in Jesus Christ, who's trying to tell these Pharisees this in this text. Their minds are blown and they are angry. There's no way that you, Jesus, a 30-something-year-old punk, has seen Abraham and Abraham seen you. Buckle up for this one, verse 58. Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. So these are fighting words of the highest order, friends. Not only is Jesus saying that before Abraham existed, he existed, meaning he's been eternally present since before Abraham, which is a staggering claim for a man to make, but he uses the phrase or the name or the words, I am. Before Abraham was, I am. If you remember way back in Exodus, where Moses was commissioned by God to go speak with Pharaoh. And Moses asked God, who should I say sent me? God said, tell him that I am sent you. In other words, the name that God gave himself to Moses was or is I am. In other words, I use the same name as God. This is a clear claim by Jesus that he is God, which of course to the Pharisees is blasphemy. And they pick up stones to kill him, which is the just punishment in those days for blasphemy. But he hides himself and goes out of the temple. Friends, there's so much to say about this and I've only scratched the surface, but let me just name one specific conclusion that must be drawn from this. Nobody can with credibility say that Jesus was merely a good teacher without also acknowledging that he was God in the flesh, the Messiah. And the reason you can't make that claim is because if Jesus wasn't God, then for him to suggest that he was God does not qualify him as a good teacher. That would be a bad teacher. Yet so many in our day and age want to pigeonhole him as just that, a good teacher. No. On the basis of this text alone, Jesus Christ is either crazy and maybe does have a demon, or he is God in the flesh. The Messiah, the one who Abraham saw from the same God who Moses encountered. And by the way, believing that in today's culture, along with all the implications of what it means that Jesus is God, it's not going to get you stoned, but it's certainly not going to make you terribly popular according to the world's terms. But that's okay. The truth is on our side. The eternal kingdom is established, and we should be thankful to God for giving 
us this account and the eyes to believe it so that we can know the truth which can set us free. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, perfectly consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.